This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Western Hunting Hub podcast. And if you're enjoying the stuff I'm putting out, if you wouldn't mind, just go to the bottom of wherever you're listening to, if that's a thing, and give me a five-star review and maybe even write a little like this dude kind of comment of some sort. Just a little review there would be great. If you don't like it, go listen to something else. But I said today in a few posts on my social media that I would be kind of doing my Colorado hunt plan uh lowdown what I did what happened just an overview of the hunt well psych uh not doing that right now um, just because really there's a lot of content a lot of stuff that happened there and some things i want to make sure i'm bringing attention to so ryan from hunt underscore az anyway go check him out and the group there uh, hunting arizona has grown with a lot of popularity so that's a place where you can get see some of their monster bulls and big goose deer big mule deer so check that out uh but in this episode i had uh something i've been thinking about quite a bit and that uh, in, in this title, as it says, is, is trophy hunting, trophy hunting. And it can, I just have had a few little random ideas, thoughts. So I wanted to dive into this a little bit. And it kind of starts with a post I saw on I hunt Colorado the other day. And I was an admin on that group. Great guys. The admin on there were great, but it's just not something I really had time for to to be managing that page or helping to manage that page. It's not why I was on there. But you'd get so many of these comments and things that you had to filter through. And anyone that has a big page, uh, especially on a hunting platform, you're getting just a ridiculous battle between hunters that just doesn't really make sense. And it almost seems kind of ignorant and 
uneducated. So this picture I saw the other day, and it's not up anymore. It it was just of a girl who had shot a black bear in Colorado. And she had posted saying, ass shot, got it done. Which really just was disturbing to me. Does it matter that you shot it in the hind end? Was that something that you were proud of? Is that something that you, even though it didn't go very far, it hit some vitals, it either hit femoral artery, it hit all the way, all the way through and, and for the hunting community to post that and say that. So you'll find out here shortly. I posted a couple of pictures of uh, my recent hunt. And so there, there'll be a little bit more context with that later on. But there's some things I definitely did not add in there. Uh, but I probably will add in in the conversation because it has some context around it. In a picture, there's no context. It just says that she shot it in the hind quarter and that's it. Away it went and she got her, her, her bear. One, you got two things going on here. You've got a bear that is one of those controversial things that apparently we shouldn't be hunting. Uh, something about predators, again, just like wolves and, and the us hunting. Chill thing there. And, and, or on purpose. Either way, it's just details that don't need to be shared. So just think about that for a little bit. So with that, I'm finding myself talking and thinking a lot. Actually, backwards. Thinking and talking to a lot of brand new hunters and therefore... So we can be talking about hunting and then... And Someone will just make a joke about trophy hunting and it becomes highly negative as, and it's a bad, bad thing. Like, oh, we're hunters, but oh, no, we don't go, we don't do that. So that has made me ponder on this a little bit, wanting me to dive down what that exactly means. So I decided no guess on this conversation, this episode primarily to just start the conversation. I want to do a little digging, share what I found, and I, I thought of a couple of buddies. My buddy Pat would be great, but I wouldn't get any bit of this in because he just talked all the time. Uh, and I would love to continue this conversation or just personally with somebody. So that's that's kind of what I've thought about. So don't hesitate to respectfully reach out, whether you agree or disagree. So here's kind of what I dug into and found as to what trophy hunting is. And this has often been the issue is that there are far too many definitions for trophy hunting. So there is a source, Discover Wildlife. It says trophy hunting is the shooting of carefully selected animals. Frequently, big games such as rhinos, elephants, lions, pumas, bears, under official government license for pleasure. The trophy is the any other bet. So, just a definition that somebody put together, or that organization put together, is a very one-sided bias, horrible, horrible thing. And the first thing I'm going to note is that it's very interesting that we go straight into rhinos, elephants, lions, pumas, bears even though the majority of things being hunted in the world is like white-tailed deer, a very, very common thing to be hunted. Most of you listeners, I'm sure, have hunted white-tailed deer in the past. So why is that not brought up in, in this? The Humane Society, and here's one of those big pet peeves of mine. Um, 
my uh, brother-in-law made this comment at one Christmas. My father had got a humorous calendar that was all about pets. And on the very back, it said, this funding for this calendar, blah, 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 goes to support the Humane Society. And he's like, oh, well, that's that sounds good. And just in the back of my mind, I was not starting a conversation on Christmas. But the Humane Society is one of the worst organizations of all time. It is an anti anti-hunting organization, but they slide under the radar as we just help pets. They are against us as hunters, and it is not necessarily your local humane society organization, your pound, your uh, shelter, even though they go by the humane society kind of name, it's your humane society in Washington, D.C., the national level. They are not on our side. So that's important to kind of understand that that group is not someone you want to support. So as you're going through our checkout line, don't just say, oh, yeah, I'll give a dollar to the main society if that's what they're offering. Figure out what that is first. If it's the local, sure, absolutely go for it. But on the national level, please do not support them. They're not good people. Well, at least... uh, uh, on the, they don't, don't have the same ideals that we do and trying to stop what we like to do. So their definition is, or their explanation for trophy hunting each year, hundreds of thousands of wild animals in the U S and around the world are killed by trophy hunters. The hunter's primary motivation is not to get food, but simply to obtain animal parts, heads, hides, or claws, or even the whole animal. Yeah, for display and for bragging rights. Trophy hunters use cruel and unsporting methods like baiting and hounding to target native carnivore species like shooting bears, mountain lions, and wolves, shoot animals in captive hunts in which hunters pursue animals who can't escape, and they participate in gruesome wildlife killing contests that target bobcats, coyotes, foxes, and other species. So some of these accusations include that we are claiming these animals to have an economic value and they don't like that a dollar is being put on these animals. So with anything, you find a resource, oil, gold, silver, any of our natural resources, they all have economic value, even the things that are living. So sorry, that's not... That's not possible to get rid of. They also claim that uh, the non-consumptive users are bringing in more money for conservation and bringing in more money uh, into wildlife. They also claim that we are disrupting natural cycles. We disrupted natural cycles as soon as we started to develop, as as soon as we started to come into an area, uh, and so that's impossible to not include they everyone, every human is not disturbing the state and federal agencies that have allowed us to help manage and fix some of those natural cycles and help us maintain live within a balance. There's also a claim for we are hunting just for satisfaction and recreation, which is a part of it, but some it's something that they just really don't understand. Claim states don't get much of the trophy hunting fees. 
suppose they're talking about Africa, uh, but I think that could go that they're trying to argue that for, for other places. So just recently, as in the end of July, uh, if any of you know who Trevor Noah is, I don't watch any of his stuff because he's definitely a outspoken person that uh, shares a lot of his bias through his, his videos and night show or whatever it is. Uh, but he just put out a video on trophy hunting that I'm sure is quite popular just on YouTube that got almost half a million views. Sadly, two of those are mine. I really don't like that I'm supporting him, but I needed to check it out and see kind of what he all had to say. But he he mentioned that that uh, everything we're doing as trophy hunting is all about the souvenirs. He mentioned that these, and they showed gripping grins, and it didn't matter that these gripping grins were not of like bad pictures. They were not, uh, they were just tearing those pictures apart, trying to find something that they didn't understand. For example, a couple kissing behind a lion that they had shot. That was probably a huge, huge moment. And therefore they were sharing a kiss in that example. Not a bad thing, but that in their eyes was just sickening, absolute sickening. They don't understand the conservation part, nor the respect part. So in your conversation with anybody, realize that that will not land, that we are the true conservationists, that we actually respect this animal more than you could understand. They won't get that. And another thing that was obvious, and I'm sure I knew this far before, before I watched this, but Trevor Noah doesn't know Jackson in a joke. Watching on, I think it was a deer, he is going to, you can tell that his, his facts are based on emotion, not on fact. And another thing that they tried to do in that video is try to weaken our argument for shooting a mature animal, saying that as we shoot a mature animal, we're removing those genes, and therefore they are gone out of the gene pool and weakening those species, that that population. Uh, Another thing with trophy hunting, as you can tell, this is all being centered around hunting in Africa. And saying that all of this money is not hitting local communities, zero is hitting local communities, which I'm never hunted in Africa. When I interviewed Jim Shockey, he mentioned this. He said those dollars are getting back to him. I've seen him on a show purchase something at a local vendor. I don't know where his money or how much he ever has to pay for some of those hunts or anyone else, but you can't tell me when you spend money at a local business that there isn't some of that trickling down to the villagers. But listen back to the Jim Shockey episode. He kind of talks about the value that some of the, those, uh, those folks put on wildlife because in their eyes, it's a hamburger. But when you bring money to that, it's more than a hamburger. So listen to that. He, he says that very eloquent, eloquently. They're all, they also uh, hit on that it's not just uh, oh, that, that the Africans cannot hunt what they need and that they needed us, us people from America to come and hunt. Uh, I don't think they realize that. And again, I'll, I'll reference my Jim Shockey episode was he says that these tribes, if they had 10 goats, those are, uh, representing so many hamburgers or so many meals. If you remove one of those, now you have nine goats. 
Same thing with the wildlife. They look at those those species as just a hamburger. And when you remove one, you're down one of those species. And if everybody in that that community is going out hunting, there will be none left. Therefore, if you charge 50000 for a really hard to, well, that's a bad, bad example because those are not the majority of the species you can hunt. But let's just say $5,000 for three or four species. So $5,000 now is spent. Yeah, you're paying the pH and, and the outfitter and all that, but you're also putting money into that community. And therefore, there is a value being put on that that uh, animal, the trackers, they're getting tipped. Uh, there's value being put on that animal that's more than just a hamburger. So I can't create a nice spreadsheet of where that money goes because I can't see that. But I can tell you that there is, because of the hunting there that people are paying for, that there is more value to these animals than what it just is meat. So Trevor Noah mentions that it's that that we they can't they need us to go hunt no that's not the thing that's not it at all okay he also joked about um sending africans here than to shoot our pets so it's just another one of those kind of ways to bring in humor to it uh but apparently kind of trying to connect that uh say that crocodile that's been killing some of the villagers is their pet so quite a quite a stretch but Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. By what we do, uh, sickened by trophy hunters. And I'm mentioning trophy hunters as we, just because it is not just uh, trophy hunting is encompassing all of hunting. It is focused mainly in Africa. And, and this is where I kind of try to find the, my definitions of trophy hunting. So we've got our Africa piece. People that are traveling to hunt, you cannot bring that meat back. It just will not make that trip. So there's Africa hunting, but there's also far, if you've watched any single Jim Shockey episode as he hits the uncharted world, there's, he's hitting some species that we didn't know existed and therefore traveling around all over. Guarantee he's not bringing all that meat back, but it gets, gets put to use. Say, uh, was at my buddy's house the other day. We ate some Axis. He shot in Hawaii, brought back um, that he was able to bring back. And that was in, in the States, obviously. Uh, but there's there's so many of these places that you do bring that meat back. Um, and so traveling to hunt, some, some destination place to hunt, 
doesn't have to be Africa. The next is hunting species that are that most of us just don't get the opportunity to hunt. That gets wrapped up in this lions and and uh, any dangerous game of some sort. Uh, but but it's also grizzly bears. Grizzly bears in the U.S. are those that that really get targeted in this trophy hunting world, uh, as well as high fence. High fence or canned hunts. So they kind of talked about in some African country where there is all these lions being raised in pens and then released to be hunted. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, But if you think about it, it's probably not much different than a pheasant farm in South Dakota where you raise pheasants and then you put them on a pheasant preserve hours before or the day before a group of hunters come and they walk the fields and shoot the birds. What's the difference? Well, one's a our selected species and one's a K-selected species, but also there is one that is has feathers and one that has fur. And it just seems to be that one carries a little bit more value to others. So it doesn't make sense to me, but in, in some people's eyes, that fur critter just is something that is held to a higher regard, as well as predators. Predators over um, a deer, which is not being attacked as much and is probably not being attacked as much because it's the it's not the low-hanging fruit there's only so many people that get to go on a grizzly bear hunt therefore it's an easy attackable thing that is going to be taken away very easily because there's a lot of people even in the city or in rural areas that have to deal with car collisions and white-tailed deer i'm sure they'd be pleased to have a few hunters those people that are on the on the fence of hunting or just in the middle somewhere that they may vote for, yeah, let's keep hunting around because I'm tired of hitting a hitting a deer or having a, I hear about a, a, a deer casualty uh, where a deer caused a casualty. So yeah, that's, a, that's a whole other thing. But the, the next thing with trophy hunting that I really want to emphasize is that poaching is not hunting. So as you see something happen, the bad apple in the group or the um, bad example, it's not hunting necessarily. Uh, some it, It's horrible to see in a, on a headline say, hunter shoots deer at night. It, that's not a hunter, that's a poacher. Two totally different things. And the biggest pet peeve of mine, and I have done my best to have this conversation with my kid or I will be as he gets older and comprehends quite a bit more. But in his books and in the movies he watches, the anthropomorphizing of these animals in the media and in these books does not help whatsoever. So we will shoot a deer here and it's no big deal. You shoot a giraffe and you're the worst person in the world. What is the difference between a giraffe and a deer or a moose? Not a lot. It's just because that giraffe... Is is an animal that was children's book books. Except my kid. I always I have a ABC of white tailed deer and fish and all kinds of things. It's giving him all kinds of accurate species and accurate information, which is pretty cool. So let's kind of analyze this a bit. My predictions on some of this African stuff is that there is going to be a big decline in some of that hunting. And one of the reasons is is just due to shipping expense. 
as well as trying and the regulations involved. It, it's looking as though a lot of countries are trying to ban the movement of trophies across state lines, whether in our state or in out, outside the country lines. Game back. That'll just put an end to it. Uh, also, here's my, this is completely my opinion. The New Age Hunter is not necessarily defending all sorts of hunting. The New Age Hunter that's coming in for uh, the local war hunter, they're looking for meat, meat specifically. They find what they enjoy and latch onto it. Uh, but, and uh, that shouldn't be every New Age Hunter, but those New Age Hunters, if you are listening to this and you're joining this community, we are the minority. It's not like a political party that you join where it's 50-50 and uh, it comes down close to the wire. No, we are for sure the minority. So for the sake of the portion of the outdoors that you enjoy, please do what you can to stand up for all hunting. And I've been mainly talking about trophy hunting related to Africa, but there's so much more to that. But part of the anti-hunting groups say is that we don't value the animal trophy hunting puts more of a value on these animals, in my opinion, both in an African example and here in the U.S. So if back in the day when we had folks going out hunting just because they really just wanted to have some food to eat that didn't cost too much, again, that was the value of the food into a large bull elk. We put value into a huge deer. So I think it doesn't matter if it's economic value, uh, which it, it does create more economic value, but it's creating value. It's creating, it's, and now we look at that thing with a greater appreciation. Oh, that is a big, majestic bull elk. There's this one, I'm trying to look real quick. Probably don't have to scroll very far on Instagram to find it, <clears throat> but there is this one page that uh we get distracted flipping through social media sorry uh but there's this one page that keeps showing this giant bull elk and it's obviously one that is in a completely different uh different kind of area it's got to be a um like ss park or something like that Man, I cannot look at Instagram and talk on here at the same time. It doesn't work. So anyway, they keep showing the same bull over and over and over again. And it's, they've been doing it over the last six months. So some photographer has gotten a ton of pictures of this bull. And that bull has been given some value to it. Uh, if you look at Colorado Parks and Wildlife, and if you poach a elk that's a six by six, you can immediately be hit with a Samson law. That's a $10,000 fine that was based on Wimmel, 10000 bucks added on to that just because of the trophy quality, and that applies to mule deer as well. So having some of that extra value, and if it's economic value, to wildlife is not necessarily a bad thing. I'm all for it. Uh, if anybody has any information as to how that money gets back to the tribes, I'm all ears. I'd be interested to hear that. Next thing to look into is that there are bad examples of trophy hunting, just like there are bad teachers, bad 
professional individuals of all kinds. Another thing I, I'd like to say, and repeating what Jim Shockey said, is that who am I to say that something one person does is is inappropriate or it goes against um, what we what should be done? It, it's similar to what Jim Shockey said with his ethics, that there's nothing wrong. In our eyes, we are doing nothing wrong. We are not harming anyone, uh, and we enjoy this. We enjoy hunting, uh, and whether that's if you think it's trophy hunting or not, then it is not for someone to say uh, that we cannot be doing that. And we got to realize people are wired differently. Just like Trevor Noah thinks myself is as crazy and a horrible person, uh, we think the same as them. And it's the exact opposite. So we must have learned, must learn to have that conversation. So another little thought is please don't wrap up trophy hunting as all one thing over in Africa. Weak trophy hunting. Point to figure myself a Colorado. I have not been to Africa. I was just in Colorado. Had some, some success. I shot a little bull elk. I shot a bear and I'm going to bring that fur home as a souvenir. So therefore I am according to my definition and their definition, a trophy hunter. Uh, but I also was working tonight to process the meat. Uh, I was working tonight to boil the skull. Uh, I'm using quite a few parts of that animal. Therefore I am totally fine with being a trophy hunter. Now, Though neither of those animals were very mature animals, they were just average age. And I'm going to go find a good goat. I have a a 13 inch goat. I have a eight inch goat. Actually, that's it. I don't I don't have too many antelope. I did a lot of missing back in the day when I did more antelope hunting. So I'm going to go find a decent goat. Is that trophy hunting? Sure is. But I have no problem waiting for a mature animal. And in some of the arguments against trophy hunting, you'll see that they say that we're disrupting those natural cycles and we are taking some of those good quality genes out of the gene pool. If they are a mature animal, let's say a big bull elk. He is a 10-year-old elk. He has been breeding for eight years. Eight, thinking about how much to the gene pool. It's good. They're there. So that's a false claim. Uh, so as we, we kind of think about what ty- types of trophy hunting we do, that's trophy hunting. I'm going antelope hunting. I'm going to look for a, a big antelope and I'm going to remove it from the gene pool. Uh, but it's genes are already in the gene pool. So I guess with all that being said, I'm a trophy hunter and I'm okay with it in my regards of what I'm doing. I'm taking as much of that animal, I'm using it. So if if he, if there's a negative connotation with trophy hunting, uh, it, it's something to, to think about and to, to really define what hunter that that is hunting solely, solely for meat. Yeah, I like the meat, but my family doesn't. Uh, or my wife doesn't. My little kid sure does. We're going to have access to her tomorrow night, and he's really excited about having some. Uh, but, and, and I'll raise my the rest of my family to, to really enjoy that meat and to, to eat it. 
So, but I don't need that to survive. I do that for my own personal good, uh, the connection I have with the outdoors, uh, and, and many other things. So why not bring home that trophy and have something here for me to remember that animal? This pheasant I have mounted on above my safe, I wouldn't remember that exact pheasant necessarily. But looking at it, from right to left, it was flushed. It was that perfect distance. I made a great shot where it just crippled and fell out of the air. Uh, and it was just one of those really cool uh, images that's burned in my head. But it's also here to, I've got a remembrance of that hunt that I went to Iowa and had a had a fun time with my buddies. So that, and I've got my other bear in, in here in my office. I've got each deer, uh, a few deer, a bull elk that I had, had found, um, bobcat, and a bunch of fur, another archery elk deer, or archery elk, um, archery elk deer. They, yeah, that's funny. Uh, my archery elk in here. So a monster turkey, my monster Tom trophy to me. And I brought it home. So if putting these on the wall is something that I enjoy or you enjoy, I guess in their eyes, we are a trophy hunter. Therefore we need to defend hunting in general, not necessarily even hunting trophy hunting because that is something that will not get through. Uh, so maybe in that conversation, bring it back to hunting not just trophy hunting. So um, if any of that makes sense, those are my thoughts. I've been thinking over this conversation for weeks and how to present this, how to talk about it, but just wanted to lay out some of those facts that I had found from um, facts. I mean, some of the information I had found from discover my own thoughts. I actually did none. I'm defending myself as a trophy hunter. I eat the meat. I take the animal. I legally have to take the meat and I legally, I don't have to take the antlers, but I do. And I take all the other things to that I possibly can to, to make some good use of them. So label me a trophy hunter and I'm fine with that. As always, thanks for listening. And if you wouldn't mind, leave me a review, especially after this one. Uh, hopefully it's a, a good review, but please leave a five star and a review comment. Thanks for your time. This is God's country.